This podcast was created on the lands of the Jar Jar Wurrung. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Indigenous Australians. Hi, welcome to Playground Tales, a podcast for kids. <laughs> it's stories about us, students in grades 4, 5 and 6 at Winterslat Primary School. This episode is all about cool tricks and talents. From dancing to mountain biking, to footy, and spinning for 20 minutes without getting dizzy. Plus, we're learning to hypnotise our parents. What would you make yours do? Let's get into it. If you could hypnotise someone for one hour, what would you make them do? I would probably get everybody to, to like, think I'm the most famous person in the world and, like, come to my concerts even though I'm not very good at playing guitar yet. I would make them do the chicken dance for one hour and I would make everybody vote for the green team. If I could hypnotise someone for one hour, I'd make them convince as many people as they could that we need to stop climate change. I would hypnotise them uh, to be my bodyguard or it depends who it is or just like just give me the files of who's the best like the richest person in the world and then they'll think it's me. If I could hypnotise a person for one hour I'd hypnotise someone that's really afraid of heights and take them up to a really high bridge put them in a bungee harness and as soon as the one hour's over I push them off. If I could hypnotise somebody for one hour it'd probably be Scott Morrison um, I'd get him to stop climate, well, like, do something about climate change and call off Adani. If I could hypnotise someone for one hour, it would probably be to make someone go asleep in a bin so then they could go to the landfill and sleep in the landfill. If I could hypnotise someone for one hour, it would be, like, a random person and I would post it on YouTube so I'd get heaps of subscribers. If I could hypnotise someone for an hour, it would be my brother so he could steal food from the grocery store for me. It's time for a word from our sponsors. Are your parents driving you crazy? Not giving you lollies for breakfast? Or cake for dinner? Making you do your own homework? Maybe they're kicking you off the computer or making you do household jobs. Put an end to that madness and grab yourself one of our easy-to-use how-to-hypnotise parents kits. Mum, come over here. Can you just have a little lay down on this couch for a second? Just relax. Concentrate on looking at the pocket watch. Listen to the sound of my voice as your eyes gently follow the watch. You're getting sleepy, Mum. Concentrate. Make sure you get your own way every time and buy one of our easy-to-use How to Hypnotise Parents kit, all for the low, low price of $99.99. Terms and conditions apply. Hypnotise your parents will not be responsible for any non-being able to get out of the trance. Thanks, Santi. Coming up, we're taking a front row seat at our first ever Playground Ninja Warrior. And the whispers are, the course is not for the faint-hearted. But first, it's time for our secret sound. Can you guess our secret sound for this episode? Keep listening to find out whether your answer is right. Tic-tac-toe, give me a high, give me a low, give me a three in a row. Johnny got hit by a UFO. What special talents do you have? 
Oh, and that's right in beatboxing. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah, one of my talents is mountain biking. I've been bike riding since I was three. I did it at Mount Buller once and then hit a rock and um, face planted to a log and winded myself really badly, but I've never broken a bone. It, some of the time it feels pretty intense, but a lot of the time when you're used to it, it feels, it's like really fun. I find it really satisfying on a smooth hill having both my hands off the handlebars because it's really fun just to like relax and chill and stuff. I was dancing before I could walk. Like I was leaning up against the couch and like dancing. And I've been dancing since with my mom and stuff. It just makes me feel like a lot better. Like if I'm really sad, I just dance and then it makes me feel better. And it's like a huge part of my life because most people in my family do it. I can spin for about 20 minutes and not get dizzy. I can pour myself a drink and like after when I was spinning, and most people get shocked and like then I'm just like, I'm fine. They say, are you okay? I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. I know a couple of people that can do it, but I can fold my tongue so it looks like it's in three. I'm really good at footy, not NFL, not soccer, um, AFL. It feels good because you have a lot of adrenaline, but it feels bad after a loss. Like the last two games we've played, we've lost by under a goal. Well, I have a special talent of annoying my brothers. Sometimes I do it without even noticing. I can moonwalk. Well, my special talents are sport, guitar, and talking a lot and being annoying. Uh, hi, I'm Leonard, and um, that was a bit of um, megalovania. A good thing to remember in life is never pretend you can do something if you can't, because you'll eventually be found out. Here's a story all about that, written by Lucas. Once upon a time, there was a man, a great man. He loved to sing and perform. Everyone loved him, so they convinced him to go on to X Factor, but he wanted to win. He wanted to win too much, so he went down a dark path, a very dark path. He pre-recorded copied songs with auto-tune, then lip-synced them onto stage. Everyone thought he was a god, the best singer, but that didn't last long. The songs stopped working, and he kept performing, a public humiliation. Everyone knew him as the man who had no skill, no determination and no friends. He searched the globe for someone who appreciated him. Then he found something, the kindergarten. Here they loved him, here they cheered him, here no one knew, well until they found out. There was nothing left for him. He had no money, his family rejected him, he lived on the streets, it was over for him. Such a happy ending. A cheery tale of what not to do. Written and read by Lucas. The crowds are gathering right now for the first ever Playground Ninja Warrior. There are three obstacles. The Cubby House, Slide and the final challenge, Mount Monkey Bar. Our commentators, Indian Lewis, have a front row seat 
at this extraordinary event and are with us now to bring you all the action. It's all happening here in the playground. Boys and girls from prep to grade six, hold on to your lunch, pull up your socks and prepare for the first ever Ninja Warrior. Our competitor, Olivia the Amazing, is limbering up, ready to take on the course. Let's grab her for a quick word to find out how she's feeling. Yeah, I'm pumped. I've been training hard at lunchtimes, working my way around each obstacle. I'm feeling really fit and I just can't wait to knock the course over. Well, all right, Olivia Amazing, good luck. It's time for you to hit the course. That's right, folks. Olivia's first obstacle is the cubby house. She's just got to concentrate. She ducks in, she ducks out, off she goes. The crowd is going absolutely crazy here. It's a sight I've never seen before. It's time to shine, the battle within the battle. And she's made it. Now it's on to our second obstacle, the slide. Oh, she runs back, running up, running up. Will she make it, will she make it? She grabs onto the top of the bar, pulling herself up. She just makes it. What a sensation. This is brilliant stuff here. Olivia the Amazing is wasting no time. She's pushing forward and off to the tackle. The final obstacle, Mount Monkey Bar. Her arms must be burning after this. Up she goes. Have a look at the determination on her face. Can she make it up through all eight rounds? Here she comes. Come on, can she make it? I don't believe it. Olivia the Amazing has completed the course. She's out in record time. This year we have a winner of Playground Ninja Warrior. Unbelievable stuff, Olivia. How'd you do it? <sighs> well, that was incredible. I'm just so happy I made it. Look, it was a hard course. I've been waiting my whole life for this. And now I've finally done it. What's one thing that other people can do that make you go wow? Something that makes me go wow is when someone gets ankle breaked in basketball. Wow! Something that makes me go wow is Dwayne Johnson flexing. <laughs> because it looks really cool. Something that makes me go wow is when... In the world record books, Guinness Book of Records, um, I see people who can actually fit inside tiny glass boxes. They're so flexible, they pretty much fold themselves into a box shape. Wow! What does a monkey bar worry about? Yeah, I'm talking about a monkey bar. Is it lonely at night in the playground when there are no kids around? We're about to find out. Our special guest for this episode is Mike the Monkey Bar. Interviewed by Kai. Hello, my name is Mike and I'm a monkey bar. Do you find it lonely at night when no one's here? Not really. I kind of enjoy the peace and quiet after all the kids are swinging on me all day and shouting. What do you dream about at night? I dream that I'm a bird. I don't know why, but I've always wanted to be a bird. Just fly in the sky. Well, I am up pretty high, but the view is not great, so I would like to get higher to see more things instead of just being stuck in the one spot. Is there anything that makes you laugh? Okay, so this one time it was raining, like it was pouring, and since there's like a little ditch under the monkey bars, um, under me, um, there was like lots of water there, and a kid tried to swing, but it was also so wet they slipped and fell on their back into the muddy puddle, and it was hilarious. Looking back on your life, what was the proudest thing you've done? Um, it was when this, this kid, and he'd been practising every day, and he finally reached it to the other end, and it was just such a beautiful moment. I cried. First, he, he took a leap. He managed to skip the first bar, 
so he had already made a bit of progress. Then he swung with his arms and he did the whole thing one-handed until he got to the end and it was amazing. He nearly slipped up though, but he still made it. Thanks to Kai for his excellent interviewing skills and also to Santi for his awesome improvising as Mike the Monkey Bar. One day my friend on a trip, he jumped off a big brick. He landed in the snow and stubbed his toe. He let out a yowl and rang the little bell. The doctor came fast and said, don't be last. Apple on a stick makes me sick, makes my heart beat 246. Not because you're dirty, not because you're clean, just because you kissed a boy behind a magazine. Girls, boys, have a lot of fun. Here comes Johnny with a pickle on his bum. Hey, did you guess our secret sound? It's something you can do in the playground, on an oval, even on a footy pitch. That's right, it's the sound of somebody kicking a football. And they've got it through the goals. Well done if you guessed right. And that's it for this episode of Playground Tales. Before we go, we want to leave you with one of our favourite cool tricks and talents, Lucy's laugh. Playground Tales is recorded at Winterslap Primary School in Victoria, Australia with students from grades 4, 5 and 6. Thanks to our teachers and also our principal, Suzanne Kinnersley. Next time on Playground Tales. Where would you go if you had a magic trapdoor in your room? I would have a trapdoor that leads me to the biggest playground in the world. I would go to the portal room, which would give you unlimited portals to anywhere, so I could go to any place I chose. It'd probably take me to a puppy land full of dogs and um, their poo, instead of getting covered in their poo, it'd be made out of candy so I can eat it. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Tell your friends and family too. Winter's Black Primary School!